Welcome everybody to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com. This is the website where you can take online video courses and you can also learn personal protection, urban survival, and everything in between. Starting in January 2021, Survive and Protect will begin its Survive and Protect Academy. To become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy, all you need to do is go to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com, click on the Attend S&P Academy button, and scroll down the page till you see a set of instructions that will show you how to become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy. In the Survive and Protect Academy, you will get exclusive content that will not be on any of Survive and Protect's social media platforms. So be sure to join us today by going to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com and come down to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and click the subscribe button. So before we go, always remember to be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. We'll see you soon. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome to Next. And I am mobile, and we are live on the ground, a black-owned school. And I'm just waiting for the guests to come in, and we'll... We'll get started here in a little bit. I'm going to um, just make sure everything is good. I think my mic is good, but I want to make sure for sure, sure. And make sure, let me just make sure things are live here real quick. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's check on YouTube real quick. started here in a little bit. I'm going to um, just make sure everything is good. I think my mic is good, but I want to make sure. Sure, sure. Make sure. Just make sure things are live here real quick. Check on how everything is looking on Facebook. We got Ronald in the house. We're gonna get bring them in in a sec. Bring them in now. We got Ronald in the house. You can hear me. Yes. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. I want to thank everybody for coming once again uh, let me see here all right let me try this I just I know the audio is worth so I just want to make sure we good on Facebook oh yeah home there you go yo what's going on yes, Can you hear me Can you hear me? Ah, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. 
All right, good, cool. I can hear you. Cool. I'm waiting in on, on uh, Miss, making sure everything is good on my Facebook page live here. There we go. Let me just check that. Make sure we good on. All right, good, cool. I can hear you. Good. Cool. I'm waiting on. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm mobile. I can barely hear you. You're breaking up. So everything is looking good. Yeah, You're breaking it's, up. It's like as you move the camera, you're breaking up. There, there we go. All right. We good now? Are we good? Yes, we good? Yes, All right. Cool. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. And maybe. So before we get started, let's get the little intro, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, you rock it with the best. Thoughts of the week. Let's You're listening it. to Thoughts of the Week. Hold on. All right, my man's mic is back on. Ronald, what's how up? How you doing? I'm, how you doing? How's everybody doing right now? Pretty good. Pretty good, man. Coming in. Appreciate you coming in mm-hmm. for the show. Most definitely. Again, um, we got Ronald Os- Osborne and Tina. You know, Tina, but we're going to continue on with the show. All right. So, Ronald, um, let's tell everybody. I can't Everybody hear you. who you are. Do, I man. can't hear you. All right. Hold on. All right. Hold, hold on. I check one, two. Yes. Everything's good. All right, cool, cool. Tell everybody we got Tina coming in, so I'm gonna bring her in in a second. But tell tell everybody what you do, man. Where Uh, you from? Well, I'm from Dallas, Texas, of course, and um, I own a my own streaming service. Uh, My streaming service comes with 25 TV channels, a radio station, and an online e-commerce that's all geared towards uh, people of color, people that are grow their business and different things like that hello okay cool 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 That's yes, what's up. we yes. got hi. tina, how, tina are, can you how, hear me? how are you doing hi pretty good pretty good can you hear me ronald can y'all hear me I can hear him. Can you hear him? I can't hear nobody. Yeah, we yeah, we can hear. Yeah. 
awesome. All right, so Tina, while we get uh, while Ronald's getting his um, mic together or his speakers, probably that's uh, who you are, where you from. So uh, and my what name you is do. Tina Brinkley Potts. I'm from Delaware. I currently live right outside of Philly, and um, I'm a business strategist and an online marketing trainer. I've been doing this for over ten years, and uh, I really help people. Like like we're we're thriving right now because most people are learning to convert their business online, um, regardless of what kind of business they have. And that's what we help them do. So we're getting all kinds of calls. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. These, right? Say that again, because I couldn't hear you. Okay. Hey, Ronald. Yeah, we can hear you, Ronald. Oh, I can hear you. Y'all can hear me? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I can hear. Tina, can you yeah. hear me? I can't see him, but I can hear. Oh, my video okay. starting to come in. Gotcha. Yeah, you, you're not okay. on camera yet, Ron. Okay. Yeah, so there'll be a little bit of delay from time to time. I think because of the distances, it's some delay, but it's still good. Still good. So again, Ronald, just... um. Why you working on your oh, can okay. break down so, again what you do so, man, uh, and where you from Dallas, Texas and I own my own uh, streaming network it comes with 25 TV channels a radio station and an online marketplace for people of color the urban community it's pretty much for everyone that's looking to have a voice having to pretty much get their brand out there get their self out there get their voice out there okay cool 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 all right, yeah, your camera's in. So yeah, be ladies and gentlemen who's watching the show. Um, there's gonna be a little delay. Those who will be listening to the replay. Um, you won't notice a thing. So so um how's for the both of y'all, how has the um I know Tina, you said things are thriving, but how has the uh coronavirus of one of y'all as far as business wise? Uh, Go ahead, uh, Tina, for the you. last part of your question. I know you were talking about during this time, and then what did you say? The um, coronavirus has the coronavirus well, affected your business. We had to change business? a lot. Like this year was the first year I was going back out on the speaker circuit, and had I had like forty six different speaking engagements booked, and in one week I literally watched all of them cancel. So that part of my business was definitely drastically affected because I had so many speaking Man. engagements that were booked. Um, but you know, since I do wow. online courses and I, you know, I can coach wow. anybody from anywhere, then, you know, that part of my business really wasn't affected. It actually is thriving now because most people are trying to figure out how to pivot what they do. So that's why it's working. Right. Okay. Okay. How about you, Ronald? How about uh, how's the coronavirus me, affected uh, tremendously you, great. Um, it caused me to actually be able to reach out to a lot of people that, deemed uh unreachable during the, you know normal times so i was able to reach out to a lot of people uh business pretty much increased because i was able to uh be able to talk to those people let them know what's going on with a new pro uh, product on the market and be able to um really streamline a lot of things uh the thing that it kind of affected 
was since we do TV production, a lot of shows and uh, content have to kind of be on hold. But as far as like, we've had a stream of podcasters, people pretty much having their own products and uh, wanting to do their own shows and different things like that now because they have time. So business has really picked up uh, and now they're starting to see the value in what I, what I bring as an online service. Oh, cool. How can people um get connected uh, with your uh, service? Kickbackmedia.com. Uh, you will see everything all all there and above. All one word. Okay. All right, cool. Kickbackmedia.com. Don't forget the D part. All right. You'll be all right. <laughs> the kick- the kickbackmedia.com. Yes, yes, I got you. <laughs> got you. All right, cool, cool. And um, real quick, Tina, how can people right reach you, website, by the way? I'll write to my website, tinabrinklypots.com. Any social media or website or All right. That's L-E-Y? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's see if we can get these quick. All righty, all righty. Hello. All right. So, what uh, what got you guys started? In t- yeah. can you hear me? Yeah. How, how about you, Ronald? We can hear you, Ronald, but I don't know if you're hearing us, bro. <laughs> I don't think he hear. I, can you hear? I can't hear nothing. Okay. Can can you hear, hear us? I, I don't know if he's watching. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We 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 can hear you. We we can hear you, but you can't hear us. Okay. Can, uh, can y'all hear me now? All right. Um, check this out. Hello? Matter of fact, I'm gonna do this for you. It keep going. Yep. Yep. Y'all can hear me now. I can hear him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it's just like going in and out. It's going in and out of my end. <laughs> okay. I'm so Hold on. I'm going to send you a chat, man, if you can hear me real quick. Hey, that's part of the, the price of going live sometimes, man, but it's all good. Okay, I I'm, I should be good. I, uh, call had calls keep coming in somehow and bypassing the do not disturb somehow. So I apologize. That's what's going okay. on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah, I got you. All right, no problem. No problem. Um. So you said, hold on. I, man. I can hear you. Perfectly. So you can hear us now. You uh, good? Team, I can hear you also. Awesome. Great. Mm-hmm. I can hear you now too. I can see. It's flowing really good. Yep. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So, so what made uh, got you guys started into entrepreneurship from the beginning? For me, it, oh, go ahead, Ron. Oh, you go ahead. For me, it was well, um, Tina. The lack of um, go ahead. the lack of actually having resources uh, available for for myself or for others that look like me. So it was just that feeling of. Uh, 
lack of resources and want to like know what's out there and then know what's needed. I'm a natural problem solver. So that's what you'll see kind of within my network, just really looking to solve issues. So that's what it was for me. Okay, cool, cool. Awesome. For me, it was really about... Cool, cool. And now um, you, Tina? I was taking care of my relatives. And so that traditional nine to five just didn't work for me. So I had, you know, a good job and, you know, high paying jobs, but it just, um, I couldn't do it. I, I needed to be able to take care of my family. And I was taking care of my mom who was getting sick all the time, having strokes, heart attacks. So I needed another way. So that's how I got into it. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, um, in with your business and both, this is for both of you guys. And I'll let, you go, I'll let you get this one first. What, um, if you, if you do, what are you struggling with right now in your bu uh, you business know, in particular? If the same anything, thing for Tina, it is just, we're swamped. Um, the, we have, I have so many email requests that I haven't answered, um, which, you know, we're, we have more people coming on board and stuff for that mm. now, uh, because technically I wasn't planning on this part of my business, even though that's what I was used to doing. Cause again, I was planning to be on the road. Like this was my year of freedom. All I was going to do was speak and, uh, travel. And, um, and then uh. when that changed, you know, the phone started gotcha. ringing and the emails started coming in like, okay, you've been telling me this forever and now it's here. And uh, now I got to figure out something new. So. Yeah, for me, it was more, um, what's, mm, oh, sorry. For, for me, it's more of, um, I guess time. It's just never enough time to kind of get things done in the, uh, in the days uh, work, but you just got to learn how to, you know, learn to have that balance. I think with, but now when you have so much time and things have to switch up, you're, you're looking to like kind of change your business model and put so much effort and you kind of playing a catch up game so much. So it's like putting in that time and not feeling like there's enough time in a day to pretty mm -hmm. much catch up when really you're, you're there. It's just changing. It just changed your business model, especially during these times. Right, right, right. So I can, is, is it safe to say, so you guys are actually yeah. solo no, entrepreneurs? not me, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I have, you people, I have people that have worked okay, with me okay. for 10 years. So, um, yeah, so I do have uh, all kinds of uh, okay, like okay. assistants, VAs, you know, but you know, everybody was already working from home. So it still works. I have a team that helps me on okay. projects and different okay. things like that. But as far as like a, the logistics or emails and stuff, I, I have an assistant now, but majority is like still solo but as far. Yeah, it's pretty much where it's at. Okay. Okay. So you handle just some, um, you handle most of the, most of the work and you yes, have sir. some people helping you mm -hmm. out. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Um, so I said, so with that being said, since you have a both of you have kind of a little team, how do you consider yourself as far as what type of what type of boss are you? Are you a micromanager or do you let your people get free reign and they able to take care of business for you? 
<laughs> okay, Ronald, you want to go first? <laughs> I am. Um, I'm a person. I I, I give you, it's, it's get the project done, and then I'll let you go about your day and go about your time. And I don't. Um, I don't micromanage. I don't like to micromanage so much because I don't like micromanaging. And then I just feel like if you're if you're able to do that job, then I should be able to tell you, and we should be able to go. Now we can always come back and have the, our meetings and have our conversations weekly or bi-weekly, however you want to do it. But I absolutely hate micromanage. If I got a micromanage, I might as well do it myself. Yep. So uh, for me, I'm a Virgo, though. <laughs> okay, I'm a Virgo. Okay. So, and you, Tina? Um, I like it my way. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to say that up front. But I... I but I work with people uh-huh. who love what they do. Like you can't work for me just because you want a paycheck. You gotta love it. You gotta like if if I'm expecting you to pick up a phone every day, you gotta love to pick up the phone. If you don't, then we won't get along because I'm hiring you to do a specific a specific aspect of my business. And if you don't really love it and you treat it like it's work, then it'll never okay. work out. So. Um, mm-hmm. So that's so so mm-hmm. I don't have to micromanage because okay. I make sure that in each one of those positions I'm putting people who want to do it. And that took mm-hmm. a lot of time and effort to learn that cuz I, I hired people that didn't work out because they just wanted the check. You know, people go, okay. "Oh yeah, I want the job," right? But then at the end of the day, like he was saying, you're hiring somebody to do something and then it doesn't seem to get done the way you want it to do want it done and um i learned long time ago nope i need you to love it if you don't love getting on the phone then you can't be a person that is responsible for phones for us if uh so that's how i work yep mm-hmm. okay 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 cool cool so when it comes to your businesses your respective businesses do you consider yourself or do you look at marketing and sales or do you look at promotion and- i didn't hear nothing you said i only heard marketing and sales that was the only part i heard of marketing and I heard. sales and that was it yeah yes. okay yep that's better okay can you hear me now mm-hmm. yes all right so when it comes to your business do you look at your entrepreneurial business as in the form in the sense of marketing and, and sales you look at it from the sense of promotion and branding so, are you asking are we we focus on marketing and sales compared to promotion and branding which one are we, is more important okay correct correct you can go miss tina i'm sorry yeah. uh I am a sales kind of girl. So I am um, a certified partner with Keep that used to be Infusionsoft, um, which is a sales and automation software. Uh, I believe in um, the touches. I believe that you have to be out there fully present. Um, uh, Branding, not so much, uh, because I've seen the ugliest pages make millions of dollars. So... um, and, and branding is almost in the eyes of the beholder. Now, if we were talking about branding as far as being very clear on your message and standing for something, then I would be all for branding. But um, sales and automation is where it's at. It's, it's been where it's at. And that's one of the ways we're able to 10X a business really fast 
because once we figure out what you're good at and how it's working, then we just take and amplify it with um, with marketing and automation technology. And then that me that makes it catapult. And uh, most people that are focusing on branding, what happens for them is you will notice that they will keep rebranding every year, every two years, every whatever. And what, what happens there is that the, the amount is not consistent. The money is not consistent and it doesn't seem to grow simply because they're focused on the look instead of the functionality. So I am a function kind of girl completely. I am actually, uh, I'm, I'm right in the middle, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. I am right in the middle. I'm more of a, uh, I'm a brand type of dude, like type of business, but I, I focus on automation. So the reason why I say it like that is because uh, when I look at brands, I look at like you can give a, a regular cup of coffee for $2, but you put a Starbucks logo in front of it and you can sell it for seven. So it's like, I look at, I look at doing my business more of a brand due to the fact of the matter is I know that in the long run, it can stand on something stronger for me. Um, it can, uh, the foundation of it will be strong. I don't necessarily look into rebranding. I, I understand exactly what you were saying, but I focus on how can I basically create a brand that speaks for itself when, and I don't have to go and sell it all the time. It's going to sell itself. But I also look on the automation side of it. How can I brand it to where it's automatic to where it pretty much has to market it itself. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm at that end. You know what, Rhonda, Ronald, I can kind of, um, I can understand what you say. So like, for instance, I have a client of mine who will look at stuff and make it pretty for me because I just don't, that's not my thought process. Right. But, but I do want to play devil's advocate a little bit. So when you think about, uh, especially for our people right now, and this is why I wanted to say this, when you think about companies like Starbucks who slap their logo on it and they're changing a cup of coffee to be three or $4 versus a dollar if you bought it from somewhere else. But mm -hmm. most of those companies are well-funded. And so they can take time for the branding to take over. Most of people, most of the, of my people need it now. They need the money to start coming now. So can they wait for the branding to happen? Or, you, you know what I mean? And so and I, 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 I hear what so? you're saying though, because Ooh. you talked about automation, but I just think, you know, let me play devil's advocate a little bit. <laughs> go ahead, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm... No, no, go, go, yeah, your <laughs> Okay, let, let go me play devil's advocate then. Um, the way you build something, it can fall. If you're not built on a foundation, if you was built off of trying to get something so fast and you you forget about other things within your business that that it's not necessarily it, we have it's there's brands that fall, FUBU, um, that we've seen in our communities that you have noticed, like in our communities, we we're so caught up in the instantaneous like funding, instantaneous, uh instant famous brands and million dollar bank account overnight that we don't realize that. We're so much, we're trying to focus on those sales, 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 sales. We're not realizing that, okay, once it gets there, am I able to, uh, to sustain that, that, that spot and grow from it again? We like, look at certain things. I'm, I work with so many different companies that um, they start off and they, they'll just slap a, a sticker on something and say, okay, I'm a company, I'm a brand. And they're not realizing you look just like the next person. What makes you stand out? What makes you build? What makes you grow? And I think Ooh. what happens is within our community that we want instant famous products 
and we want fame and then we'll make something and want it to be growing because we saw somebody else you know have it and grow but we're not realizing that we need to be able to grow it and then actually take the money fund it somewhere else and grow again on something else we see so many different companies like the starbucks a person can pretty much make that coffee all day every day but if they don't have no brand on they're just a cheap cup of coffee at a at a spot but put a brand on it and you're able to grow and name it something have a name little small things can make a brand little small things okay so, i mean i i, I guess I, I definitely hear you I, I mean i definitely hear what you said and i i like your um i like the the story you put behind it um but it was almost like it that was still in the branding you know what i mean because i'm talking about like your product, you know, and your service, whatever it is, once you figure out what that is and then you put automation to it, it isn't really about the branding. It is about how it functions, how it performs, how, you know, does it work? Does it get results? So so I think maybe you and I might just have like a, a lingo difference because some of the stuff you put in branding, I don't put in branding. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and so I think, I think that's probably what what's the difference. Yep. And and the fact is that uh, I think the question kind of goes back to what are we looking at now, okay. so mm -hmm. to say. And so I know deep down inside, we both pretty much across it within those two realms. It's like all about what we're looking at now. So you're looking at sales and automation. I'm looking at branding right, right. and uh, what was the other part? forgot but i'm i'm kind of like the crossbreed so it's all about where we're at now promotion so promotion. i'm definitely not in the promotion part to be honest with you because i I'm, I'm looking at the branding and the automation part so i'm kind of taking a piece from each one and not focusing on one side i'm a gemini yeah, I'm so if you want to use virgo <laughs> i'm gonna use i'm a gemini so that's the reason yeah. why good i'm a, uh, yeah i am a virgo and i lead lead generation <laughs> is what i want to know i want to yes. know yeah you might have a beautiful website but does it convert <laughs> is somebody clicking a buy button like those are the questions i'm asking so i'm like it can mm -hmm. be pretty all day long but if it isn't getting you money then it is just a glorified business card that's yes, how sir. i look yes. at it and yeah, yeah so yep yes ma'am that, that is absolutely true and i Go ahead. I'm sorry. So wouldn't wouldn't that be part of? I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wouldn't that be part of branding though? If somebody's no, going to click no, that button, that's sales. No, that's that's that's, sales. that's 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 um sales generating activities. That's not yeah. branding at all. Like, and, and, you know, yeah. I mean, think about it, though. You can go okay. look and you will see some beautiful websites out there. Mm -hmm. But most of the time when behind I, the scenes, a lot of those people come to me and I go, OK, so mm -hmm. how do people buy? Sometimes I even ask, so what are you selling? Sometimes they are not clear on what they're selling, but they have this beautiful presence online. And a lot of times you can even go look at their social media and a lot of people could be clicking oh, like. They could be mm -hmm. clicking okay. like, they could be commenting. Mm -hmm. And my first question is, okay, so, okay, so what, is it working? Is <laughs> somebody buying? Like, yeah, yes, what's your sales like? How many people are on your email list? Like, I'm asking all of these questions right, and right. they can't answer. So that's about the functionality right. more oh, than it is man. about the mm. look. So the look <laughs> is okay. good. Cool. I got another call, man. Okay. Okay. God, I don't still know there? how is it doing this. <laughs> we can hear you though, still, so that's good. God, dog. Were you on? Yeah, yeah. 
I guess he's, he's gonna temporarily God, cut him off for dog, a few and man. then bring him oh back God. in. I don't think you he can hear us, but we can hear him. <laughs> we can hear him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let me see here. Hello. You there, Ronald? Can y'all hear me? Yep. Was getting something good going on. You there, Ronald? Man, I, I might have to go. We can to hear the... you. Okay. Let me try to get going on my computer. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, y'all was getting heated up there. <laughs> Great conversation. It was good. That's that. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Are you there, man? Maybe he can't hear us, but we can hear him. Hello. Yeah. I don't know if it's. Yeah, um, we here. Can let me try to add who I am. And Tina, make sure you y'all y'all let me know okay. if you gotta go. Let me know, okay? I don't want to hold y'all up for anything. All right, can can y'all hear me? Yep. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, it's we can like hear you. He's gone. Hold now. on. Okay, he changes. You switched up. Yeah, I think he switched to a, from his uh, phone to laptop. I think. Are you there, Ron? Ron, what's going on? Can't hear you. No audio. Send him a message real quick. So, Tina, why are we trying to get Ronald together? Um, what um this about the economy mm -hmm. crashing has been for a while and um now i think you might have hit on it a little bit earlier I, I thought i thought i heard you mention something like that or you know filing for unemployment how do you see the economy the outlook of the economy and do you see it getting any better as far as in you know, um, perspective I, I see some big problems coming down for black folks <laughs> is really what i see um uh because because um okay while i know i know a lot of states are How rushing so? to uh open and i know uh you know we definitely people want it 
but then at the same time, it's going to probably most likely cause increased um, cases. And um, so it's just going to keep looping back. The funny thing, though, is that even with the states reopening, a lot of the companies that closed will not reopen. And so, like, the idea that all of these people who are, had a job okay. are just going to have a job again, that probably isn't true. One of the things I was speaking about before this happened, and this is why I had so many speaking engagements, because I was teaching people how to build your business even when life happens. And um, I think that the the idea that most people are waiting for that normal to return it is going to be a long time coming um a long time coming and and most and most uh larger organizations kind of know that because of course you know they're spending money to have people go analyze and do statistics and this that and the other and so when you look at what they're doing they're all pivoting to 100 percent online because to keep trying to wait until the government decides when somebody can open, when they can't, this, that, and the other. So think of all of those jobs that are going to be lost. Think of the jobs that were going to be lost anyway. Like um, I'm into automation. And when you think of artificial intelligence and AI, like um, human resources, customer service, retail, uh, a lot of those jobs are traditionally held by black women. And so all of those jobs are dwindling because of automation, artificial intelligence, and things like that. So when you think about it, we had an issue that was coming anyway. This, this just sped it up. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, real quick, give a brief, um, a brief description on what automation is. So, um, just in case pretty, people don't know. Yeah. So, pretty much anything that you do, we can automate it. So, for instance, right now, let's say there's a, a t-shirt vendor that you see every week out in your, you know, in your neighborhood. Um, and he literally takes, he goes and he buys t-shirts. He takes them back to his facility. And then he personalizes them and makes makes them his own. Well, right now I can do the same thing without putting any money out by just using automation. I can get to a facility or to a facility that's going to do the work, and I don't have to touch it. Uh, that's just like with email. Like I can program emails so that they're going to go out on a sequence without me having to touch it. Um, I'm going to program it once, and it's going to always work. That's what automation is. Um, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, uh, you have what everybody call bots now, but now bots are so intuitive and um, mm -hmm. the developers have done such a good job that there are times where you can't tell the human voice from a bot voice. So now even customer service, there's going to be times where you're not even <laughs> going to know yep, that you're yep. talking to a bot instead of, and that bot can search a huge database of information in seconds to answer your question. So you're watching human capital yeah, in yeah. some areas wow. won't be needed okay. as much as it was before. And customer service is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
why do you why do you think um some of these businesses didn't take to um to connect with social media because you said you mentioned something about businesses have um there's some businesses that are already gone out of business and i have to do with they're not connecting with e-commerce quick enough so why why did you think because you think we've concentrated is? like sometimes we only tell part of the story right or we idolize celebrities and we look at their version and then try to mimic their version uh you know when you think about it celebrities if they have millions of followers they just can get out and speak on their platform and my gosh if you have millions of followers somebody surely should buy but if you're not starting out with millions of followers and you have 10 followers you have to be a little bit more specific so that you can carry on continue to carry on the conversation and so you have to know how to turn that presence that visibility into a lead so that you can now have a personal conversation with them and most mm. of the time we want to emulate things that we see and we don't know what's happening behind the scenes like right now, we actually have celebrities that come to us and they say, hey, listen, I know I should be making more money because remember, celebrities stop wanting just to be paid by their record label or by their um, or by their their sports team or whatever. They now say, OK, well, wait a minute, since this is my brand and this is my following, then why can't I earn more money? than what I'm earning. So now they're actually learning lead generation. Have you seen a lot of celebrities now give out a cell phone number when they're on Instagram? This is why, because they're now learning lead generation so they can control more of their money. So it's, it, it, it's again, like, it's almost like sometimes gotcha. putting the cart before the horse because we've learned and we see things that we like. We see celebrity presence. We see all of that. But then you got to remember, there's always a team behind that celebrity. There's always like, like when you see that shot of that celebrity on the red carpet, what you don't see is all of the people who are just outside of the frame to make sure that person doesn't have a piece of hair out of place, to make sure that they don't say the wrong things or that other people are not getting in where they shouldn't be able to get in. Like we, we, we take snapshots and so we see that one little piece, but forget that there's all those things that are happening behind the scenes. And that's what we're bringing more to the forefront is, okay, I know that's what you want, but let's start with what you got. How do we maximize what you have right now so that you can get to where you want to go? That's a, that's a different, that's a different way of thinking. Gotcha. Can y'all see the messages when people are sending messages from uh, YouTube uh, or I, Facebook? Or I anything? see somebody saying, what should we do to rebuild? If I missed any of the other ones, I didn't see it, but I do see that. Um, yeah. It, do you want me to answer that question? Sure. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah uh, take a stab at it. One of the things I think we should do to rebuild is I would want you to look at what you have right now. What intellectual property do you have? What can you do better than most people? Like, what can you do that uh, you can do with your hands tied behind your back? And I would look for a way to start monetizing that. 
I don't care what it is, if it's baking pies, if it's knitting, sewing, or or maybe you just came out of a, a, a high powered job and you know a lot about a certain topic, then develop a course on that topic. Um, or find a way that you can sell one to many or you can sell what you do online yourself. That's what I would do. I would start from what I already have because you already have something. <clears throat> uh, we, we talking about rebuilding the community, correct? Gotcha. Um, well, her, yeah, her question said, what would you do to rebuild? So I, I, that's how I took it. I'm not sure. Well, I, I guess I'll take it as like the community. I think uh, being self-sufficient. I feel that um, we like like Miss Tina said, go out and go do something. If it's baking pies, if it's you know having courses, but I think it's able to do something to where you can do it, but also attach to someone else and actually help them out or help someone else out. I think uh, we tend to kind of do the same business, quote unquote. Uh, we see a lot of the same makeup or cosmetics or you know T-shirts and different things like that. Everyone wants to bake. But nobody wants to like kind of be the the person that provides all the ingredients or the commercial kitchen and different things like that. So um, in order for us to rebuild, I think we can step outside and kind of start helping one another do more, uh, be more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like not cross branding, but be more effective and efficient with what we're doing. And uh, as far as like um, as your talent. I think it's just starting. Like you said, Ms. Posh, just, just start something. Like um, there are so many million dollar ideas in people's heads, but they don't, they look for validation in all the wrong places, so they don't start them. So just getting out there and doing it. Yeah. yeah Ronald, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like how, what you just said, and I just want right, to put right. a little plug in right now for um, African American business owners who are female business owners. Right now, I'm part of a project called the Melanin Owned Business Launchpad. And what that does is it helps women actually take their business and convert it to a six-figure business. All of these things that I'm teaching them. But we're doing it for them for free mm. and we're fundraising. This is being done through a nonprofit. So all the, um, all the African-American female okay. business owner has to do is apply and if she's accepted she gets about fifty thousand dollars worth of products and services for free um i to talk to you yeah yeah no it was good i'm thank you for saying what you said because i totally <laughs> forgot about it which is bad on my part but i'm i'm glad you said something because it made me think about about that and i'm sorry guys you guys have been excluded from this one but let me tell you why mm. we decided to do african-american women um <laughs> if you think about it women um african-american women yeah. have been holding down our society forever that's number one number two an african-american woman when you tell her a right path she will go do it they told african-american women to go to school and now she's the most highest educated in the country right but she's not getting the same dollars that any of her counterparts is getting so we want to help make all of that effort that she put into herself mm -hmm. worth it and the other thing we know is with african-american females is when 
they earn more, they help their community more. So if we take and we help 100 women, we're actually going for 200 now that this pandemic happened, but let me just stick with 100. If we help 100 women add a six figures to their bottom line, that is $10 million that we've added into Black families around the country. And mm-hmm. so... Um, that's how that you know that's one of the ways that I'm giving back from what I know uh, because I know that a lot of people would love I know a lot of women would love to be able to have a business that she know that is going to be sound that she really does understand sales and marketing that it is it is now positioned to grow long after they're finished with our program so I'm gonna say something on this um I realized growing uh, mm-hmm. coming into like entrepreneurship, I, I have a, a degree in uh, business management. So I'm, I was, you know, I, I understand logistics and all the things that go in behind it. But there's a lot of people that become entrepreneurs simply because they love something and they don't know the back end of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so education kind of plagues um, success. I realized that some people, they, they sometimes the Internet is, is out there, but you don't know what to look up. Yeah, and you know, after five pages, you like, you know what? Let me just click something because I don't want to hold up and mm-hmm. I'm taking too much time. So even research and finding out things like what you have, or you know, it 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 goes unseen because it's not the top five in Google. You know, so mm-hmm. if it's not there, or they can look it up, but they don't know what to put in. Um, it's just yeah. like, man, it's education. And I realized wow. that with my network, I was like, you know what? So. That's why I went and created a whole education channel. And now I'm having like various people come out and educate uh, the community on what's going on out there and what's available. And they can go out and really get it right then and there, able to access it. So I think deep down inside, we have everything in place. It's just all about knowing where to find it and knowing where yep. to go. So, and then knowing how to apply it. Because that's one of the things we did in our country. We've made everything about education. And, you know, like most people (laughs) say, knowledge is power. It isn't. It is the applied knowledge is power. Yeah. You gotta apply it. Right, you have to apply right, right. it. And so that's there a are big a lot applied, of applied though. You know, a lot of right. people don't like to apply. Yeah, because and there are a lot of people who have a lot of a lot of letters behind yeah, their yeah. name yeah. that are struggling right now because people have made it all about that education and never told them how to use it practically. And Ooh. it is the practical application of knowledge that is going to get you somewhere. So right. it's in the practice. We got to start practicing, practicing it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, Ron, earlier I had um, asked Tina about the uh, the outlook of the economy, and um, I wanted to get your take on it because a lot of that is going to be a, a coming crash. And so, what was, what is your outlook on it? I think she mentioned a little bit about it was going to affect black people a lot. What do you think? Uh, as far as like the economy crashing, mm-hmm. I think it's actually, um, and believe me or not, I'm a person. I'm very, right. I'm very optimistic. I feel like it's probably one of the best things in the world. Uh, I feel like as African Americans, we kind of look for other uh, races to pretty much help us get out of the hole. And now this this coronavirus and other things have caused us to kind of look into each other's and look into our own communities to actually start utilizing what's going out going on out there. So we're not looking to go into the big Walmarts and stuff like that, but actually go into 
this person selling all the fruits and vegetables in our backyard or someone being self-sufficient doing greenhouses and different things like that. I think that uh, as African-Americans, we kind of always look for other people to help. Uh, and then we always have the answers in our backyard. And so now even doing these podcasts, this podcast and different things like that, you know, having this information spread. Now we have time to sit. We got time to tell it. And I think with the economy crashing now, we can kind of start rebuilding it to our perspective in a way. Because the economy, to be honest with you, uh, hasn't really been helping us as a whole uh, these past couple of years. Yes, I mean, there's people that use stocks and go do real estate and different things like that. But how much have we um, honestly collected over those years? So with something crashing that's been holding us down, is it really such a bad thing? Now we can build it up to actually right. uh, ex- have access to those monies. Because now you're starting to learn about those programs like the $50,000. I'm learning about more um, private investors that want to invest into smaller companies that like we have. And learning about more about podcasts that's trying to get out the word. And I'm learning more about more you know, small things. Those things are starting to come up that's affecting. And now it's like, it's in your face. What you going to do about it now? Now we can really build. Now we can really have those conversations. So that's where I'm at. Yep, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm gonna go get my charger for my computer. Die. Give me one second. Um, <laughs> how important is management? All right. <laughs> can you, I can, can you hear me, I, Tina. I can still hear you now. Yep. Okay, yeah, I'm just making sure because uh, it was telling me my mic. I was joggling my mic a little bit, so. Okay, I'm back. I'm so sorry. How I owe you a whole, I owe you a Hey, whole no problem. No problem. How important is uh, money management? Very important. Um, <laughs> Yo, it's all good, man. Very important. Can you hear me? I, yes, sir. Okay. Um, money management is actually very important uh, for the fact is I, when you do the research African Americans and I love speaking about African Americans I'm sorry that's what I'm going to talk about so uh, that's what hones into me but uh, hey, it's all good uh, when you look at the numbers and say African Americans are the number one consumer in the world that means that you have money but it's all about where you're placing that money so money management and knowing it's not always, I personally feel like it's not about just saving. It's about when you spend, where you spending it. Where is that money going? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that is a, that's, that, that's definitely a loaded conversation right there. Mm-hmm. Um, because first and foremost, we also got to understand, you know, <laughs> there are basic accounting uh, terminology that we should learn so we can understand uh, one of the things I know for me, um, because I didn't come up in what I have now, like understanding what's truly an asset. Cash is not the only asset. And so when we give cash for something, are we giving cash for expenses or cash for more assets? Or is our, does our mm-hmm. cash turn into other assets? And the answer to that in the black community is no. And because, you know, there are studies that say that our wealth is going backwards while everybody else's is creeping up. 
ours is going backwards. And so there's, there is a big conversation that should happen there. And, um, yeah, that's there. Yeah. There's a big conversation Mm. that should happen there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very loaded conversation right there. Sure is. Sure is. I don't even want to, I don't want to jump into it. Let's leave that alone. (laughs) Yep. That is a big conversation. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, what do you guys use to manage your time? Uh, I think you said something about time management. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, I am big in chunking time. What 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 do you use to, um, to manage time, your time? How I meant calendars, mm-hmm. to do lists, to do lists. But mostly, I chunk time. So. I, you know, take and I spread my time around. If I know I got four projects, I allot certain amounts of time to each of those projects. Instead of trying to do one thing until it's done, I, mm-hmm. um, I am more about chunking time because if I, when I learn to chunk time and I learn to focus completely on that one thing, I t- typically get it done faster and I'm able to do more things. But, um, yeah, so that's how I do it. I, I spread my time around. Yeah, for me, I tend to uh, I do the, I do the same thing as you, Ronald. Um, but I just I've learned, and this is what's crazy. When I first started off, I was I'm learning when it comes to time management. You can't be so accessible, even though you are uh, trying to pretty much reach out to people and connect. You can't be so accessible. You can't be like, yeah, okay, call me. Okay, yeah, I'll. I'll and so I've learned to use like calendar uh, to like, hey, set up your time with me. Because if I don't know about it, I'm not going to. Because now when I wake up, when I go to sleep, I know what I have for my day. So we're like, okay, if I can use this time in the morning, that if I do have an impromptu, right. somebody calls me and text me and say, yeah, I can say, okay, call me right here before this time. Rather than somebody come, hey, we had a meeting, we did. You know, so, and then when it comes with projects, I, I have to. Always keep everything at the same level because if I just lead on to one thing, everything else kind of fall behind. So, uh, man, that's with my network. So it's like if I pay too much attention to one thing, it falls behind. So you have to know. And that's when automation come in. So how can something be automated to where now mm-hmm. we can move away from it? Or a little more, if something kind of goes wrong on this side, I don't have to worry about that over there falling. Yep. So uh, I didn't know that you called it chunk in time, but now I do. So, <laughs> and, and I don't have any notifications on my phone. Oh, see, I Talk, don't know. How you yeah. I don't know how you operate, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like so, all of those <laughs> Facebook notifications and social media notifications, like now, I don't get any of them. Because yeah, yeah. What that does is it always allows somebody else to control your time. Instead, Not necessarily. Instead, I mean, think about it though. So, if your cell phone is always on your person somewhere and for 90% of people it is. And so let's say that you are on two different social media platforms and you're getting notification. Every time you get that notification and you stop and look at it, you're now less productive because you got to go back. You got to refocus on what you were doing. And so with chunking time, you're saying, I'm going to dedicate my time to this. I'm going to let everything else sit on the wayside. And then like I go check social media twice a day. Certain amount of I'm time. not going to sit on social media all day. 
can, can I say something about that? And I sure. and this is probably gonna open up a can of worms. No problem. That is the, that is the reason why I believe that we get deemed with worse <laughs> at, at uh, customer service. Um, and this is the reason why. It's because just because my, my phone been going off this whole time, but my attention is here. I've dedicated my, my time to, to mm -hmm. this interview. So when I can dedicate my time, it's, it's uh, what is it? Um, it's not, uh, it's a word. I'm wow. sorry. Um, you have, um, I forgot. You, you, you basically, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but if I can be doing some work and my, my stuff is going off, I can know that if it's a fire, I'll get to it right now because if I let it if I let it creep up, then I got a bigger thing on my hands. Uh, social media, I use social media. Social media don't use me, and that's coming from a 29 year old. I think a lot of people are so glued to their phones and trying to answer everything. But like, there's people that will comment, text, this, that, and the third uh, message. And if it's like, if I don't deem that message important to me and what's going on, yeah. then I'm not going to answer it. But I at least want to know what's coming in. And be like, okay, I remember this. And I can go because as an, okay. entrepreneur, as like an entrepreneur. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to say I, I, I like your uh, your analogy because my question to you would be, so what? who gets to determine whether it's a fire that needs to be put out? And oh, when so many people... Or have heightened anxieties. So even if it isn't a fire in your mind, they've now disturbed you, and you got to get recentered. So you you know, Burn. there's just ways that you can you can you can do things that I can I can be fully present here. And something that might take me three hours to do if I'm allowing all of these notifications, these things, these text messages, these all of that. If I focus. Without distraction, I can now cut that down to 45 minutes. That's science. That's uh, high performance. But but it's uh you do you have the ability to just put that to the side? See, fires for me is verbiage. What are you saying okay. in those first two sentences? Because I don't leave my notifications say I message or I let all my notifications come in. And if your sentence ain't the first two words sentences isn't importance if it's like hey i was just asking or hey i was inquiring those aren't those are important because people are interested but are they important for me to stop what i'm doing but you have those certain people comments uh kind of like within your team you have me him like may have messaged you or something like that but if your team messaged you you know that it's a, it's a serious situation so it's like knowing of, of having that you know determination to get it done but also allowing people to connect with you to where now if i was to decide to take a break i can answer those little notifications i i maximize my time and i realize the reason i do that is because i realize that the only the one thing that we all have is 24 hours a day and that's that's the rich that's the poor that's the one percent the 99 percent the black the white hispanic whatever you right, break it right. down you cannot get time back so if i move everything to the side and I'm not realizing that when you said uh, hiding anxiety, that you don't know what's behind that message sometimes. You don't know what's behind it. So if it comes in and I've been praying and hoping for an investor or praying and hoping for this right. business partner, whatever it may have you, and it comes in at 2 o'clock p.m., but I just started a project at 1.30 and I need three hours, then I need to be able to, to maneuver, pivot, uh, pivot and man maneuver, take care of this right here, come right back. And that's the it just... I got 25 hours a day, so if I'm eating lunch, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coding. If I'm 
only time that you get my undivided attention is you set a meeting. And that's it. You want that undivided, set that meeting up. Okay. And that tells you if they're important or not, too. You still in that calendar link, people that are important are uh, action driven. If they don't set that meeting up, then they're not important. I'm not trying to be funny because if they really want your time, it's not about sending an email and then it's right. It's like having a job. They teach you if you want that job, what you do, apply and then call and then call and then email. You get what I'm saying? So if they not on that, they not they not serious. If they're just, oh, I'm inquiring about, mm-hmm. or I'm just asking about, or I'm ha- no, you would know when people are serious and you know what's really a fire. Okay. I love you, Miss Tina. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I right, mean, right, no. Right. I, any, I mean, we, we we are going to have to, you know, agree to disagree on this one because, like, it's how we operate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. It's it's okay. But disagree, like, yeah. I just know that for me and for you know everything that I've studied yeah. and and helping people achieve high performance is you, when you take your freedom back of understanding and knowing where your attention goes, you have hit pay dirt. Because just like Ronald just said, you don't, everybody only has 24 hours a day. And by giving people an inch, every time you divert, even if it's just for a second, you are losing momentum. And now I'm going to get a little bit more spiritual because I believe in consciousness and this, that, and the other. Um, I believe that when you are more focused, you are bringing your divine gifts to the center. And so you can't do that when you're constantly going, okay, I'm a juggle this, I'm a juggle that. And I used to be a juggler. I, mm-hmm. I used to think that I was a task master. And I learned that sometimes I was actually being my own worst enemy. So I, I that's just, so? yeah, I'm just, yeah, you can say what so, I mean. And I'm going to leave it alone after that. The, though, Gemini, the Gemini in me, yeah. the other part of me, <laughs> feels that you are absolutely correct. Like, um, I do, I do, I do, uh, I do notice that whenever you were talking, I said, you know, when those are times when I'm getting momentum, that I actually turn my phone over. So it's like my grandfather always told me if if it's important, they'll call. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn my phone over. So all those notifications are coming in. But you will know mm-hmm. if it's important, it's a call. So my phone will be down. It's down. You hear it buzz, but music is going off. So that yep. buzz is just going to, my music is going off. So it keeps away that buzz. So you want my attention, it's going to call. And so that message too, it's like, so when I see that message, it's like, uh, you know, and something like that. But I, whenever I'm focused here, that phone is on to the right side and it's it's down and the music is going. So I do know what you're talking about. If I just keep sending up, it's like, huh, like, you know, looking and you're like, huh, what they're talking about. And they take a, they, they, I've seen myself get took back and having to jumpstart again. It's kind of like, um, like back when, we, when I was an admin assistant, my, <laughs> every time I'm getting started, my boss, hey, and let me, uh, let me. Would you leave me alone? Would you leave me alone. Like you asked me to do something, I'm trying to do it, but I don't like the fact I gotta get up. Then now I gotta get up. I gotta go to the restroom. Now I'm mad at my bladder. Right. So it's like, and you, by the time you turn around, it's two o'clock, and you really haven't got nothing done because you've been trying to get something done, trying to pivot. So I understand where you're coming from too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how an athlete gets into the zone. Right. They you know, shut everything we, off. We can get into the zone too. And like, I mean, think about, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Like right. when he dropped 80, right? He was in a zone. 
And, and like, think about when athletes are in a zone, how a lot of times when they go back to the bench, mm-hmm. they don't even sit around everybody else. They kind of sit down to the end because they want to stay in that energy that they're in. And that takes focus. It takes focus. It yeah, takes, actually, yeah, it takes right. su- such a mm. subtle focus. But us as creative, just because we're, we, we're not athletic, don't mean that we can't hit a zone. But we still got to find a way to juggle on this podcast. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. We still got to find a way. Just a little bit to know what's going on around us because, you know, as as an entrepreneur, until you make it to that point where you can, like, hire a manager, and I'm not at that point. That's probably why I'm speaking that. I know that you have a lot of people under you, but if I don't have a manager, then I have to be a manager, my social media marketer, my, you know, my accountant, my my own assistant, you know, uh, and my own chef. And I still gotta eat. Right, right. Dude, you know I'm gonna eat. Right? If I'm gonna juggle all that, y'all gonna have to shut it down. <laughs> okay, so so okay, so just give me this then. So for the first hour of your day after you wake up. Do not check social media. Don't check emails. Don't check anything. And really take that time to get yourself in a zone. And then text me in seven days after you've done it. And tell me if you are not more productive or like most of the time, especially even with my clients, when I challenge them with this one little thing, they come back and they say, oh, my God, I got more done in this last week than I think I've gotten done in three months. I'm it, it's just something to it. So even if you just do it for one hour and let it be your first hour, don't look at your don't look at anything. Just go like whatever creative endeavor you're doing like let that be your creative time and just focus on that one thing and then tell me what happens text me tell me i'll actually do it but reverse okay i actually do it like at nighttime whenever the night for some reason i love like nighttime the music is chill Mm -hmm. you know luther vandross come on it just Mm -hmm. it just puts you in the zone and i'm just so I like I know exactly what you're talking about because I go in a zone at a certain time, no meetings is straight. And it's it's lovely. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to go to sleep. And I but in the morning I do see it myself waking up, checking social media, you know, going and, out. Yep, and think about it. If somebody had you know, we all like when I started out working a job, like you you punch, you know, your alarm clock go off and you are you're hurried. Your day is hurried, right? Like, cause now you're just hurrying along. Let me, let me make something eat. Let me pack my lunch. Let me, whatever your version is. But when you take and you change that around and you take command of your first hour of your day and let it be just yours, it changes how you face the world. And so I know you said you're going to do it at the end of the day. And so I'm going to let you have that. No, no, but, I'm going to do it in the beginning. I'm going to do it in the beginning. But, but think about it. Like, um, there's so much, especially <laughs> us as black people, somebody's always been able to control our narrative. And if you go into the world centered into your zone and in your power, we can change how people have been controlling us, period. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> mm, mm. Man. But, <laughs> I think, and I think that's what, and you know what's crazy when you're speaking oh, about man. the narrative? Now we are. Okay, great, Ron. Now, when you talk about controlling the narrative, um, that's when it comes back to like basically where my company comes from. I feel like we've let 
other things control how we operate, you know, how we do business, how we look at business, how we uh, are supposed to, you know, do our lives, how we supposed to live our lives, how, you know, we don't really have control. We don't feel like we have control. And it causes us to actually, okay, you have to wake up. You got to do this. You got to do this. And I think what happened with me, yeah, it's a, it's a problem when you're trying to do something. You can't have everybody be your mentor. Mm-mm. You can't have everybody be that ear because they, they will do things that works for them and put it out on you. And I think you have to learn how to take all these different philosophies of people. And if it works with what, who you are as a person, put it together. Because I know exactly what you're saying. You get up and you can actually have something on social media control your narratives. Somebody yeah. say something and it got to be something like if you you can be tired and you burnt out. But somebody say if you uh, if you're not up three o'clock in the morning working, and you're not an entrepreneur and you're now feeling like, oh, man, if I'm not up at three. But you don't realize that person got insomnia. They they just up at three because they can't they didn't wake up. They just up, and you're not realizing they got the control. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. now they control it, thinking that that's what an entrepreneur is. And I caught myself doing it. It's like now you don't have days off, and you have. Yep. You know, yeah, stuff. I agree with you. Yeah, it's just it's just about taking a little bit. Of, taking a little bit of our power back in everything mm-hmm. we do. And the first way of doing that is being able to really control your mind and being centered into who you are and being able to go, well, wait a minute, just like you just said. I mean, like there's so many different things that we all do and we're all going to do differently. Um, and one of the things I make sure I tell people when I'm talking, I go, Hey, listen, I can't really speak on their perspective. Um, there's a lot of people out there, you know, on the speaking circuit, black women, even too, mm. who don't have children. I have kids, grandkids, um, you know, my, my, you know, I was taking care of my elderly parents, you know, all of those kind of things. So the way I do something is not going to be the way that they're going to do it when the only person that they have is them. That's a different, they're, they're, that's a different mindset. So I agree with you. I definitely agree. Uh-huh. Definitely agree. So I had a I had a question when as discussion. What if social media disappeared? How would you um how do you think you would control the narrative? My phone. There is nothing like yeah. uh, there is nothing like connecting to somebody on the telephone. Your voice <laughs> is your power. Ooh, so pick uh, up the phone. Pick up crazy, the phone. <laughs> crazy. Crazy part about it, like my brand doesn't necessarily work just off of social media. What I did was I pretty much created a network by actually adding people, you know, phone number. And so mm. by having a rapport with them, I think social media doesn't give you a rapport like they a real life rapport. I'm like I vouch for that person. So if it's like, you know, about someone's company, you be like, hey, I know someone. Right. Let me call them. You don't say here's their Instagram. Here's their Facebook. Because if. The minute you give somebody on Instagram and Facebook, that literally denounces the the connection you have with them, you know. And so, if you take away social media, I think a lot of people will fall. That's where the market gonna crash. If you really want to be honest, um, people's market is gonna crash when social media wants to go down. But if you built a brand, mm. yeah, I'm saying in this post, if you built a brand off of real rapport, 
then you'll have those numbers and you'll still be able to do business. <laughs> well, you know, if you just take the word brand out of it, I'm going to agree with you 100%. Okay, if you was to have a business, <laughs> rapport, you have a report. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, you just took the word brand and, out of it and, and I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think deep down inside, I think people, social media is a crutch for a lot of people. It is something that they believe that they have to have when there's billions of companies that have made it and now they, they don't necessarily need social media. I had a friend uh, talk to me because it was a guy had called me and this is just a personal story so I want to enlighten you guys and people listening but there was a young man that called me and he has like 10 15,000 followers on Instagram and he was like yeah man I'm going to look at your Instagram followers and I got like 1,400 but I didn't, I didn't use any hashtags or everything was authentically built so mm-hmm. all those people that when I, when they like and come in my picture, those are real people. And mm-hmm. so uh, he was like, yeah, man, I need to get your Instagram follows up. I don't want to talk to you until you get those up. I said, well, sir, I'm working on my business itself. I think that, you know, you work on the business itself. You don't really worry about social media. He said, well, social media is everything. I said, okay, you got Netflix? He said, yeah, man, I watch Netflix all the time. I said, do you follow them on social media? And he got quiet. I said, mm-hmm. let's show you something. They they built something. You don't follow them on social. You don't you think of the major brands that you use every day. You don't follow Amazon. You don't follow Netflix. You don't follow Hulu. You don't follow Facebook. Instagram. You don't follow none of those things that you use on a daily for your business. However, social media is important. Them followers don't equal up to themselves. And so I told him, I said, I am more focused. So you saying that goes to branding? Uh. With Miss Potts on the line, yeah, it goes to Brandon. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, actually, you just proved my point. Um, because most people, you know, because you have you have everybody who wants to be an influencer right now, right? And yeah. that that is something that's working for them. But they had to build all of these followers first before they got the paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you can start today. You know what? Like, if I'm going to build a rapport with you, like we're doing right now in video, right? Like we're all we're having just a a, a conversation between three people, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're building a rapport right here, right now. People that are watching us are building a rapport right here, right now. It doesn't matter whether there are a hundred or if there are a thousand. Anybody that watches this, they're going to see or hear something that they resonate with, with either one of the three of us. That relationship has started right then and there. I don't, you know, so I don't, I don't have a lot of followers on Instagram. I refuse to do like, I I know because I've been behind the scenes. So I know what happens. I know how all of the tactics, how they build, but I'm also an algorithm girl. And I, I want people to see my message who really want to see it. I don't need to cast a wide net in order to catch catch fish. I fly fish. So basically, I know that if you resonate with my message, mm-hmm. and somebody who's connected to you happens to see because you clicked, then now somebody in your newsfeed might actually see my post and yes. then they're going to resonate too. So I don't need a wide net in order to build my own personal audience. I don't need that. Yeah, I truly believe, I truly agree with all. That's why I, like when people talk about uh, my company and stuff, by being a, a streaming network that does so much things, I said, you know, um, 
I'm not, I, people can love you now with those hashtags, but then hate you tomorrow. And it's like the algorithm, all this stuff just doesn't work um, for what you're trying to do. I want to build a foundation that's built off people that really want to hear my message and really want to see me grow. And I can't do that with people that don't necessarily know me or know my message. They're just liking and keep going. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not with the whole throwing out a huge net. I completely agree with you on that. And I feel like anybody that's thinking that, you know, followers on Instagram and Facebook is the key to success is not because there are people that got way more followers than, than Netflix, but they bank account does not resonate more than them. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, and e and even though I say this too, because I agree with you one hundred percent, I do have over a million direct to camera video views, just like we're doing right now, and it, it is because I've taken the approach of I don't need to, um, I just mm. allow the algorithm to work for me because mm. it's going to connect with somebody when they watch it, when they interact with it. Because remember, it's not always about likes and. It's not about likes and comments all of the time when it comes down to video. It's also about the duration that people watch. And if you come back to that video multiple times. So let's say somebody comes yeah. back to this video multiple times if it's on Facebook, then it's going to be more likely to be shared with people that they are connected to without them even sharing just because they came back to it several times. That's the that's what I want working for me. When you start from a false premise, mm. you lose part of that, and we don't mm -hmm. need to do right. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like we said a lot of the same things. We just uh, what was the word you said before? Lingo. Uh, uh, lingo. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we say the same thing, just the lingo of how we look at it, how we our perceptions. Our perceptions of the same mission is. We have the same mission and same yeah. vision, but the perception of it is different. Yep. Just different, just different ways to go about it. Yeah. Yes, yep. sir. Yep. So let me um let me ask you this: how how often do you guys test and experiment with any type of uh, new every technologies day. and strategies? <laughs> every, yeah, that's a that's an everyday thing. Everyday. Um, you have to gauge what the market, you have to still know what the market likes. The last thing you want is to just feel like the market, the market wants something today, tomorrow is something totally different. And we all see that. And that's why I tell people, stop, <laughs> stop with these darn sands mm. on these t-shirts. Yes. Stop, <laughs> man, like, God, dog, they put a quick sand or a pitch on a t-shirt <laughs> and before you even get to your house to put, to take pictures on it, they are moved on to the next. So, I'm, yep. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Please. Like the market is continuously moving. It's all about how how strong gotcha. is your um gotcha. is your you know your business to pretty much go with Change. the times. Kind of like a music artist. You know, there's music artists that actually work with the times, you know. Um you have to be a music artist, to be honest with you. Your 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 company mm -hmm. has to resemble a music artist. Yep, reinvent yourself all the time. Just keep, you know, it's it's evolution. Gotcha. It's the person who stays stagnant and stays stuck and think that things are supposed to stay the same. That's the person that's going to struggle. If you realize that things are evolving and they're evolving at a more rapid rate, um, then you you tend to do 
uh, a lot better. I mean, think about it, you know, in our parents and grandparents time, you know, the time between the invention of the radio to the invention of the television, I don't know, maybe a span of maybe 40 years, right? And then when the computer came in, you know, it came in, but now you have an update that's happening almost every three months. Somebody's mm -hmm. finding a way to do it better. So if you get stuck in the old way, like there's people right now who still believe that television is the best way to advertise. And I mean, think about it. How many people are actually watching the commercials? Not that many. And I mean, and if you look at all of the networks that were, if you look at all yeah, of the networks exactly. that were built that way, now look what they do. They now, because they didn't think about this in the beginning, but they did after On Demand came in. They started having to put their commercials in the On Demand and they locked the ability to fast forward, Right that's because of evolution it isn't something that they wanted to do when you look mm -hmm. at blockbuster blockbuster you use the analogy of netflix blockbuster never they did not change with the times and look what happened they went out of business they thought netflix was a was a fad they thought right. streaming was a fad they're not here oh my god i own a tv network now that was one of the that was that was one of the things I was mentioning. Okay, let me go ahead and get back to business. Then. <laughs> that, that was one of the things I, I was mentioning earlier about them. I didn't want to do e-commerce. I didn't want to do this. He didn't I, have want to break, I have to break Fair down on more different because you spoke about um, that putting their commercials on TV uh, is the new thing. Okay, I mean, it's the old thing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So everybody's going to... Uh, on-demand streaming services, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, television is going to always, especially depends on how you how you do it, it's going to still be there. This is the reason why. You you pay $6.99, $7.99 for, I mean, for Netflix, for Hulu, for Sling, for all these different, you know, on-demand streaming services. After a while, you're like, man, I don't even watch this stuff. What happens when the smaller fish try to do those on-demand streaming services? There are so many people they go out and get a streaming service, an on-demand streaming service, lock it down and say, you're not watching nothing until you pay this monthly fee, right? So they'll basically give it for free. Nobody likes the content because everybody's so quick to binge watch. And then next thing you know, you don't make no money. So on the business side is actually the, everybody got to stop trying to be Netflix and realize that they're already moving to something else. The thing is with me is that I created my network. I own uh, a network of, of TV channels. I own a complete network of TV channels. So instead of trying to basically go create original content all the time, I realize that there's something that everybody's gonna always want, and that's to be on TV to say they to say what they gotta say. If mm -hmm. end of the day somebody got a message, somebody got a podcast, somebody got a show, and it's gonna forever keep going. There's people that come up, and there's people that fall. And what I do as a business, come on in for free. Let's figure out if you got it, got what it takes to, to be a star. Because think of what, what American Idol did. Everybody want to be a star. So you think you can dance. All those different things. So what the kickback do is say, all right, then cool. We'll give you your space. What you going to do with it? Television, television has evolved drastically. I mean, I'm did, any, did anybody ever think they would see the day where Comcast would be offering Netflix. Why? Because people begin to cut 
the cable cord. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I don't charge uh, Ms. Yeah. Pops. That's what I'm saying. Mine is all strictly online. So, yeah. um, so it's changing. I mean, people are still consuming video content and will. And it that's that's the thing that's going to increase. I mean, Facebook has even said yeah. not in this last uh uh their state of the whatever, but in the one before that, they said in five years they expected your news feed to be completely video without yes. any words being typed and yes. and and that and that i believe video. is definitely yes. true i'm talking about traditional yes. television traditional oh, okay. yeah, like, television yeah, nobody, nobody right. necessarily wants to pay two three hundred dollars when they say you got 500 channels but really you got 125 right three times. right yeah. remember radio broadcasting the regulations to have a radio station and now you have podcasting that everybody has an app on their phone to mm -hmm. be able to hear that audio so for all of those who did not mm -hmm. adapt, they have fell down. They're, they do not lo no longer exist because and, there is different technology and it is going to keep evolving. And guess what, though? Guess who's going to be in the forefront all the time whenever somebody got some new podcasts? Uh, who? <laughs> Me. You? Okay. <laughs> my radio station consists of music and podcasts. My yeah. TV consists of uh, independent filmmakers and directors and shows. So mm -hmm. it's going to always have content because when you said Facebook, they still got to have those users create that content. Mm -hmm. You still got to have it. So the thing is, is that when it comes to that feed, you're dealing with algorithms. Right. You're dealing with, you, have to, you have to catch somebody's attention. So when they see that video, if you're not talking about something, if you're not the person that has that clout to where they know you're bringing that power, now it's like to a point, now you get a time slot. What can you do with that time slot and go? Then we'll right. tell you, okay, this is what happened. This is what's going on. This is what These are the people that advertise. And so the combination of that and e-commerce is what we do. So check wow. this out. Yeah, check like, out. I mean, think about what YouTube did. You YouTube created YouTube TV. Why? Because everybody cut their, you know, people mm -hmm. who are diehard YouTube users, right, are watching all of their content on YouTube. But there was one thing that they weren't getting that they wanted, and that was their news channels. They still wanted them. So YouTube created YouTube TV so that you could still get all of your mm -hmm. news channels. So all of the big networks, CBS, whatever, all of them, not only do they have you know, upload video to YouTube, but now they have their channel on YouTube TV. It is evolving yeah. and it will continue to evolve. It's going to, it, it is evolving. And, but the thing is, it's all about who's, who's moving with those times too, you know, yeah. Yeah. moving with those times. Yeah. Uh, I love you. <laughs> this is this was such a great conversation. I'm glad yeah. you allowed me to pick with you about. Brand. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, you come across so many conversations that are uh, complacent and pretty much talking about the same thing. But this is I love healthy conversations. Yeah, and I yep. love that we were that you were. I mean, we were both willing to have our own side. And so. not not take it personal, like mm -hmm. um, you know, we had a really good adult conversation, and people can just yeah, yeah. resonate with Definitely. whichever version they want to resonate with. So I enjoyed it. Yes. Yep. 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 Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, give me you guys. Give me two two traits you think an entrepreneur should have. Mm. Two traits between the both of you. 
Go ahead, Miss Potts. Okay, two. <laughs> for instance, um, resort. For instance, resorts. For this. For instance, resourcefulness or okay, always so I'm learning. Use that one. Let's use that one first. What, what are your two? Re resourcefulness. Um, I say all of the time. Um, <laughs> all right. To okay. you know, in my videos or whatever. Um, if you haven't achieved six figures in your business, you are not being resourceful. There are things out there that can help you generate that income. Mm, okay. And evidently, which is going to bring me to number two trait, is uh, be open and willing to change. Just like we were just talking about evolution. Um, you don't, don't have to be right. Always be a seeker. As a matter of fact, instead of always wanting to be right, go prove yourself wrong. Because if you're willing to go prove yourself wrong, you will find so many things that are out there that will help you that you don't know about. And um, so that's going to be my two. Yeah. Be open to change. For me, it's love. Uh, okay. and I, yeah. I say love because uh, gotcha. as an entrepreneur, if you... <laughs> You gotta understand. If you you probably ain't gonna make no money the first six months, maybe ten months. Uh, you probably won't even turn in. And I'm, that's not even profit. I just said make money. Um, and so you gotta be able to do it out of love. If you're looking to do it because somebody else is doing it, or right. you, you believe, oh, I believe in myself. Hey, man, I believe I can fly. So at the end of the day, <laughs> am I with wings? No, I can't. But I can get on the plane. But <laughs> at the end of the day, people gotta realize that if you're not doing it out of love. You're not going to be successful because <laughs> love makes you do things without having anything in return. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, you you can love somebody without getting love in return at times. And the other thing would just be, um, mm -hmm. uh, it's not necessarily a word, but it's it's knowing that you're ignorant in things, so you can go get the knowledge. I think a lot of business owners feel like they may read one book or they may listen mm -hmm. to one podcast and they'll get information from one side but they need to realize that they are very it, it's, it's okay to be ignorant in a lot of things and just don't be ignorant in everything but understand that you need to it's okay to be ignorant so now you know what you fell at and your weaknesses is so you can go now build that and that's what i think a lot of people need to realize right. about to be an entrepreneur is uh knowing your weaknesses and doing it out of love gotcha yeah Gotcha, gotcha. All right, one more question, but before yes. I ask that last question, Tina, you had something I was looking on your social media and, and you mentioned some, something about um there's some things I'm paraphrasing, some things that men do Ooh. that women aren't doing. Can you expound on that? Uh, something yeah. you mentioned so like I have uh, about that. I have a video series <laughs> that is called What Men Know. Um my client, uh, my client base has shifted okay. a lot, okay. but back then, um, right before I created it, my clients were middle-aged balding white men. And so then I started working with exclusively women for a while and I, and mm. there was glaring differences and I was able to take and put it into eight things that women um, didn't do. One of them was this branding conversation, changing how it looks 10 times, but not making sure that it has lead generation. Mm. Uh, number two, not knowing your analytics. 
um, you got to know your numbers. Like, I don't care if like at some point in time, if you put up an opt in and you're trying to gather um, name and email addresses, do you know how much traffic you're getting? Do, so do you know what your conversion rate is? Uh, because then if you know where the system isn't working, you know where to fix it. And most of the time, most people aren't diving deep enough to know what thing they just keep scrapping right. things that technically could work. But because they didn't take the time to understand the things along the way, they that it never it never happens. So those were the two main ones. Um, the other, another big one was um not looking professional enough. Mm -hmm. Most people want to put off this professional air because that's what they've been taught. But right now in today's time, especially, it is better to be approachable than to try to put off a professional air. So it's better for you to just be yourself mm -hmm. than to try to, uh, yeah, just be you, just be, be you. you. So right. um, those those are the main ones. Those are the main differences right there. But knowing your numbers is huge. If you don't know where, if you don't chart a path to where you're going and you don't have, right. um, if you're not measuring it, th then, then you're just, you're just fighting against the wind. You're fighting against the wind. You're changing things and you, some things you don't even need to be changed. Yeah. I give you an example. True, true just that, the other, that. just true the other that. day, I, um, I had um, somebody from Holland contact me in my inbox on Facebook, and she was like, uh, "It's not working. Nobody's buying." You know, she was okay. falling all over herself, and she was changing her price. You know, she was changing it from ninety-seven dollars. She was selling an online course. She was changing it from ninety-seven dollars, and she was going to change it to forty-seven dollars. And I said, okay, so uh, send me send me a screenshot hmm. of what your your dashboard says because she uses Kajabi, um, which is a membership site builder and all of that good stuff. So um, when hmm. she sent me her the screenshot, I was like, so you do realize that nobody has seen the actual sales price? And she was like, what do you mean? I said, okay, so do you know what this means? So literally mm. I started walking her through, you know, right now there was 70 people who went to the initial page and only six of them signed in, gave their name and email address. And after those six gave the name and email address, none of them clicked over to the page that actually saw the price. So she was already changing her price when nobody had seen it. Mm. So instead, I said, well, wait a minute. We got to go back and see mm. where the discount first and foremost, once six people give you their information, you now have leads that you can continue to sell to. So even if they don't buy right then and there, you can still have that conversation and build that rapport, right? So that you can continue to sell them. But um, she, she had nothing in that space. Then it was like, okay, so now let's go back and see how you had all of those people who showed up at that page, but only six of them got. So then we needed to look at that page. But she wouldn't have known that because she just jumped to the conclusion that it was the price. That's lack. That is having a scarcity mindset. That is having a, um, that is a worth issue. 
that's a worth issue. That is like, mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of $97. So this mm. is the reason why they're not paying it. When you instantly jump to price, that's what that is almost every single time. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so um, last of both of you. If someone was thinking about starting a business or getting into entrepreneurship, what advice would you give them? I like what Ronald said. Love it. Can, can I can I uh, give an exercise real quick? <laughs> okay. okay. So when people ask me that question, I say write ten things you love to do, want to do, yeah, always want to do. Right? Then I say out of that ten, choose five that you would do for you know um, free. It was like, okay, you'll do it for six months for free. Then out of those five, pick three and name them in order that you would do for free, but you are stuck on this island called poverty. What is going to get you off that island? That's what they do. And what it does is that exercise clears up Mm. exactly all the little, oh, you know what? I always wanted to own my own band. I love bacon. You know, maybe I should just start a a grass cutting business. Oh, I'm a stale watches eyelashes, courses, you see all those different things that people want to do. I said, okay, what would you do out of those 10 million things? Write down the 10. What would be the five you would do for free? Out of those five you do for free, what's going right. to get you out of poverty? Or what's going to get you out of that over the hump that you're in? Even if you're middle class, what's going to get you into upper middle class? From upper, What's going to get you to the next level? What would Number them. Number them. What's gonna get you off of that island? I like that. And I like the minute that. you the minute you hit those three, I like that. Now you clear up. Now you can wake up and say, it says baking, helping people, uh, nonprofit. Guess what I'll do? Combine all three of them. I'm gonna help people with my nonprofit by actually creating a, mm. a baking okay. where kids come yeah, like in that. and learn to bake. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what you do. And so now you have a business that you're focused on. That you are due for six months uh, for free, and you you love it, and somehow you can see that by me putting in this work, I can see the future and actually is going to bring in revenue and uh, profit for me to basically get out of the life I live. So that's what I'll tell entrepreneurs every time. Mm, okay. Gotcha, man. Well, Tina and Ronald, I appreciate y'all. Thank you You're for um, doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having With me. me. Let me hold on. Let and, me get the uh, Tina, uh, Tina, let me Tina, get give your you website. Let me get the website, yeah. Tina, because I'm gonna have to reach out to you. I won't be having no, no, not reaching out to you after this. So, I'm, oh, there it is. Tina. Okay. Yep. Just my name. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the new, yeah, the new site. Tina actually, Brinkley Potts. Can anybody reach yeah, any of y'all name. on, on social media? Everyone of on every platform. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited because we launched my new site uh, this week. (laughs) Ron, any any social media? I don't like to do the social media because people ain't writing down. Cool. 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 Just go to the the kickbackmedia.com. You'll find all my social media and everything like that. That's really what you need to look at is my my platform. (laughs) You know? All right, man. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I appreciate it once again. And um, 
I learned a lot, and hopefully, a lot of people who get into entrepreneurship has learned awesome. something as Have well. I appreciate it. All right, thank y'all. Bye. All right, you too. Y'all take care. All right. All right, man. That that was a good conversation, man. It was a real, real good conversation. I hope you guys learned too. I know I learned some things as well. And um, I'm gonna be reaching back out to them soon. I got some ideas as, as they as they were talking. I some ideas was coming to me as well. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you are rocking with the best thoughts of the week podcast. And um, the one coming on at um, eight thirty. Got a couple of more um, entrepreneurs today or tonight, and um, it should be a, a another good one, man. I appreciate it. Again to um, Tina Potts and Ronald Osborne, man. I appreciate y'all again. And like I said, you're rocking with the best thoughts of the week. How is?